All right. Hello. Good evening, everyone. This is Chasing Grace, and I'm your host, Catherine. Today, I have a special guest with me, and I'm going to let her introduce herself a little bit, and we'll get right into our topic. Hi, my name is Ari, and before we get into this topic, I just want you to know I am experienced, and I know what I'm talking about. So please take my advice. All right. So we kind of wanted to touch base on sex today. Um, we feel like, why is sex so dirty? And by dirty, we just mean like, why isn't it talked about more often? And why is it such a taboo, right? Mm -hmm. So with that being said, what is your answer to that question? I personally feel like sex isn't spoken upon between men and women. Sex is... Men have no problem talking to each other about their sexual conquest. Women have no problem talking to each other. But women and men cannot talk about sex together because men always seem to judge women. No matter how hard you could be, you could be like, oh, I only had sex with two people and men is going to judge you like, oh, you're loose, you're this, that, the third one. In that case, you're not. It's okay to enjoy having sex. Anybody can enjoy having sex. I feel like not only with men and women you are getting judged but also other women as well like you can have this friendship or you can have someone you're sitting next to and you're just talking and you're having a conversation and you know unintentionally or i guess subconsciously Mm -hmm. like females tend to be very judgmental and we sit there and look at the next female when they're telling us about a sexual experience they had and we just tend to judge them And so it becomes very uncomfortable to talk to someone about it. You know, like even when it comes to like a professional aspect, um, for those of you that are like receiving therapy and all that, it it becomes very uncomfortable to sit there and talk to your therapist about your sex life because of the fear of getting judged. And I feel like if people weren't so judgmental, it would be a very much easier topic to touch base on. And it'll be very much easier to just sit here and get feedback on or just you know just feel open and talk about it and just be like hey you know i had this experience and um i didn't like it or i did like it and what do you think about it and some people are like you know and it's not that not not that i'm saying that people are like they're looking for someone else's opinion it's just it just helps to sit here and hear your friends say well you know what maybe if you try this and this and that next time you know and granted we do have some of those friends that we can talk to and we feel comfortable with but you know, at the end of the day, there's just things that we're going to take with us to the grave and we're not going to tell other people because of that fear of being judged. And so now I kind of wanted to just touch on the meeting stage of <laughs> of sex and how do we really get into the depths of, you know, where we meet, how we meet and how we talk and how we just get started. And so, yeah, what do you think is this the base of it how do we start it really well personally for me everybody's situation is probably going to be a little bit different but as far as me meeting with sex you know i don't plan to meet with somebody i just go with the flow whatever happens happens but when i do decide i'm going to plan it out i have to pull out all the stops i have to (laughs) it's only right date alcohol A movie, maybe, and then we smoke the blood for some people. Right? <laughs> Got a puff, puff, pass. 
I mean, to each his own. Everybody has their different experiences. Right? But um, for me, most of my platforms has have been like, you know, uh, mutual friends. Meeting mm-hmm. through mutual friends or, you know, like high school relationships or whatever. Like, you know, people we've known in the past. But, yes. you know, I wanted to kind of ask questions for my listeners out there. And go ahead. I just wanted to know, like, what are your guys, what do you guys like really feel like is the biggest platform to meeting people and having sex and like, you know, like, yeah, I guess, I mean, even you, Ari, <laughs> so. Well, I personally feel social media has a big influence on everybody's sexual activities, especially Tinder. All you gotta do is swipe right, swipe left. <laughs> you wanna hook up, you hook up. But you know, the, there's a big fear to social media as well because it's like you don't know what you're really getting yourself into you don't know the person and it's like can you really try because i know a lot of people they have all these long-term relationships on social media and all that and when it's time to like meet the person a lot of people chicken out and it's not that i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that but you know there is a tv show based on catfish so there's a lot of people i know (laughs) it's just a there's a lot of people faking and and saying who they're not really are or whatever you know so it's like can you really trust social media? And especially with a topic so, you know, sensitive like sex. So <laughs> I completely agree with you. From personal experience, I have been catfished a couple of times. But what I want to give you guys some pointers on, do your research on a person. Even if you just meet them, if you feel a connection, whether it be a sexual connection, a physical connection, emotional connection, based off of that very first conversation you have, do your research. Just like with catfish, look up them photos and trust me, it will save you time. It will save you the heartbreak. It will save you from a lot. Because like my friend Kat said, you never know what you're getting yourself into. You can assume you're talking to this nice, fine, sexy ass man. (laughs) And then come to find out you're talking to some fat guy that live in Alabama. Ain't nothing wrong with no fat guys, but you know, like, (laughs) it's not really the person that you like, you know, you really started getting comfortable with it's not the person in the photo like this is not who you expected like your expectations were nowhere near that so it's like you know and it and, and it it's the same thing with women as well like not only men but women as well do the catfishing so um with that being said we're gonna move on to the uncomfortability of making the first move when we do get into these meetings and we do feel safe in these meetings like how is it how uncomfortable is it for you well because i'm naturally a nervous person i just be standing there like uh so we just gonna look at each other one night you gonna come over here you want me to come over there <laughs> like pop a squat on the back i don't know it's just a nervous thing for me but give me about two shots and we're good i feel like for the most part um a lot of alcohol and you know substances whatever whoever i don't know whatever you you guys what's your preference or whatever a lot of that really does help lighten the mood (laughs) Mm -hmm. i mean but for a situation in which like something like me like if you don't really do too much of that or like if you don't choose to drink or whatever and you're let's say in a long-term relationship and and so in this long-term relationship you haven't had sex with the man yet or the female and so it's kind of awkward for you because you're just trying to figure out like who's gonna make the first move and you don't 
again, it goes back to being judged. Like, you don't want to get judged for making the first move because at the end of the day, as a female, for you to make the first move, some men take it as in, oh, she is too experienced. Oh, or she's a hoe. You know, whatever they want to say, whatever. Mm -hmm. And... Sometimes it's not even like that. Sometimes the female just wants to take control and just get it started. So, you know, like, it's, it's a very difficult and sensitive topic, again. There's nothing wrong with being confident in your sexuality. No matter who you date and who you have in sex with, if you are a dominant person, you go out there and dominate the hell out of anybody. Just don't. <laughs> just make sure, you feel me, that it's the right... Let me see. What am I trying it's to consensual. say? Consensual. Yes. <laughs> Make sure it's consensual for one. Do not take my advice and just be out here saying, well, Ari said, no, 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 no. <laughs> Ari said to dominate people that wants to be dominated. Don't go out there cracking whips on people that don't want to get whipped. Right. So for me, basically making the first move, I mean, it, a lot of people just, it's not only because of, they are uncomfortable, they just don't know how to make that first move. Yes. So for me, like, my thing would be maybe foreplay or whatever. So what would your like big first move be? Well, before I became a dancer, making the first move was extremely hard for me. I was extremely nervous to lighten up the mood. I would start laughing, roll up. Like substances helps me a lot. But now that I don't really partake in substances like that and I'm not a dancer no more, making the first move it's not as hard for me anymore. Like, I can walk up to a person, um, you know, sitting there eyeing all night and just be like, you want to come home with me. Right. So, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for the personal info. Um, you know, also, I kind of just wanted to say, like, you know, just be very open and communicate with that person. You understand? Like, when, or, you know what? That's another question I had. How do you act, how do you actually tell a person you want to have sex with them? How do you do that? That that's that's a good question. Well, because it's like I say, you know, just be very communicative or whatever, very open with that person and just let them know, you know, like. Uh, but how do you how do you actually do that? Well, because I'm such a blunt person, <laughs> I could tell somebody I want to have sex with you. But if you don't have the confidence like me. My best advice would be to, you know, just make little suggestions, make hints at it. And then when they ask you, so what do you want to do today when you come over? Just tell them, well, Netflix and chill. If you don't have the confidence <laughs> to be like, I want to have sex with you, Netflix and chill is always I the way to go. rejection is also, it oh plays my God, a yes. huge role in it. Like rejection, like the fear of getting rejected. Like all of this comes back to being judged fear insecurity insecurity and being rejected like that's what it really comes down to um but yeah um basically i want to talk about experiences a little bit about experiences because i know we have you know our lives we have a lot of things going on but you know what for you what would be like your best experience Let's get to that. What's your best experience and what's your worst experience? To, just, just to shorten it up. Like, <laughs> well, I'll start with my worst experience. There was this guy that I liked. And when I mean like, I don't mean like head over heels in love. I just, I just liked him. And we made plans for me to come over, you know, watch a movie. And we planned on having sex. The way he was bragging, you would assume like he was the best in bed. 
he pulled his pants down and he was about only two inches and didn't know how to work with oh that. And I was just sitting there like, mm, is it over yet? Is it in yet? Like, I, I don't like that. How do you tell someone like they're small? Like, how do you, like, I mean, okay, so in your instance, you're very blunt, like you said, but mm -hmm. for the people that are very shy and don't want to hurt someone's feelings, okay. like, how do you say something like that, you know? Well, wait until after it's over. That's one. And what if you don't want to go through it, though? Oh, then you just tell him, I appreciate the time and I appreciate the efforts, but I'm just not looking into you. You just, I'm not sexually attracted to you anymore. That's a good way. <laughs> That's the nicest way I can think That's of. That's a good way. I mean, I, I mean, because now, nowadays it's like, again, it's, it has to do with just communicating. I feel like if you just sit there and you'd be like, listen, you know, you're not what I really expected. And, you know, I just don't want to fake anything. <laughs> I don't want to hurt your feelings. But it, it just, it's just not going to work out for us, you know. And, you know, you might get cursed out, honestly. You might be like, ah, whatever. But, you know, we could take that. We could take that. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. All right. So, back to, like, your best experience now. Oh, gosh. Do you want me to go in details? Um, if you want to. So, my <laughs> best want. experience is with the guy that I've been with for the last five years. And... Child, just thinking about it. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> so, me and him, we had sex on the first day, and I'm not ashamed in admitting that. And what I thought was gonna turn into a one night stand turned into a five year relationship. And you know what's crazy about that? Mm -hmm. A lot of relationships, a lot of relationships, we tend to see like it's happening on the first day or the first week. Or within the first month and it's 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 causing these relationships that are like five years long six years mm -hmm. long ten years long and it's you know this is what I mean about the whole judging and stuff like people tend to sit there and judge it but at the end of the day they don't you know you you end up like later on down the road you see them five ten ten years later and you're like damn they still together and nobody's judging anymore because it's like a, a whole relationship came out of that so it's like what's the point of doing the whole judging in the first place I but go ahead continue your experience I'm well sorry. let me touch base on what you said first i personally feel like you have sex on the first day you already know what you're getting yourself into so it's either you can stay or you can leave if the sex That's is right. good then Fuck it, pursue a whole relationship with it. But if why exactly? Bad, like why exactly? Like why wait it out longer and not? You know, and it's like okay. So I I know someone that told me a story once, and so in which they were like, you know, their boyfriend told them, well, if our sex is whack, I would rather you tell us from the beginning because I don't want to continue on in a relationship if it's whack because at the end of the day it does lead to cheating and exactly. it does lead to other things so it's like you know like i would rather you keep it up front with me so i mean i guess that's the benefit of that yes so I yeah agree. continue i agree <laughs> well uh what were you talking about oh, experience, my experience yes. so we made plans mind you i've only known this guy give you a little background i met him may 27th and we were on the train, I was going home, and he just kept staring at me. And I'm like, who is this sexy nigga with those <laughs> nice, pretty eyes? And running through my head, don't laugh at me for this, but running through my head is, I wonder how his head game is. Because he just kept licking his lips, and he just kept looking at me. And I got off the train. The very next day, he wrote me. Like, I was the guy you seen on the train, and we just started talking. 
and instantly I felt the little connection. So I invited him over June 15th. And when I tell you that was the best sex of my life, it went over to he wasn't even trying to have sex. He didn't come over there for that. I was trying to have sex. <laughs> Started changing in front of him. He tried not to watch me, but I see him hinting and taking little looks. And then I put on Finding Nemo. I'm like, you can pay attention <laughs> to me today. <laughs> and... It just got to the point where I asked him, why are you all the way over here and I'm over here? And he just looked so nervous. I guess he wasn't used to females making right, the first again, move. Right, being the dominant one. That's and crazy. when I tell you, child, it, I don't even know how it happened. One minute we sitting in watching Finding Nemo, next minute I'm just sucking his dick. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't know how it happened. And well, that's the rawness of it, um, right? So, I mean, that's your best experience, you said. So the best experience, um, child. It's very, that's very. You see, that's very good. Like, but at the end of the day, basically, what we just want to get at is the whole topic of sex, like the whole thing about sex, and. Um, with the condom on the side, by the way. Like, mm-hmm. make sure you guys use protection. <laughs> wrap up. Please wrap, wrap up. up. We do, because, like, you know, we talk jokingly and we talk so vivid about sex and raw about it. But at the end of the day, there is, you know, there is a real rawness to it at the end of the day. And we have to use protection. And that's that's just reality. Like, you know, just use protection. Be cautious. Be aware. There are plenty of STDs and plenty of sicknesses out there and you know we just want you ladies and men to be protected at all times so mm-hmm. that's the you know the realness of this conversation as well before we stop let me touch base with you i had a friend and she wind up meeting this guy one night stand she wind up she wind up ca- she wind up catching chlamydia and waited about a year and a half before she got checked out. She was not able to have kids. She became infertile and she had to live with it. With the chlamydia, she got extremely sick and she didn't understand why until she was laying in a hospital bed trying to get blood transfusions. And it got so bad that her family thought that we was gonna lose her. So when I tell you guys to strap up, I'm not saying it to try to make sex boring. A lot of people hate condoms. But it's going to protect you at the end of the day. Some stuff you can get rid of. Thank God you can get rid of chlamydia and gonorrhea. But then there's other stuff that you can't get rid of. And then how are you going to live with that? You're going to be so scared to go out there and explore your sexuality. Or it can turn into anger and you start infecting everybody with what you have. Right. And and we've heard of stories and situations like that. And, you know, sorry to hear about your friend. Um, but, yeah, that's the realness of it, guys. Use protection and be careful. Be aware and, like, you know. Be aware of your surroundings, pass it around, you know, the condoms if you have to. <laughs> and just even talking about, you know, um, safe sex as well. It helps, you know, like always guide your friends, always remind them. And, you know, because even in relationships and marriages and things like that, like a lot of sicknesses and, and STDs and all this stuff still come up because we're having relationships and marriages in which like the partner is stepping out on them so it's like you know just always be aware okay so um we're not quite done yet because we yeah this is a huge topic so this is like very broad and all that so we just want to talk about i want to get a little bit into oral sex so we just want to talk about tips tricks and pointers so What's your, as you know, your experience in having, like, oral sex? What do you feel is has been the best thing that's worked for you? And, like, 
giving it and receiving it? Well, let's see. Regarding oral sex, I'm not really into receiving oral sex. I have no problem giving it. But receiving it, I just never found the right person that can do the job that they need to do. Right. Real quick, before you get into that, Mm -hmm. because, you know, not judging, some people prefer to do it, some some people prefer to give it, and some people prefer prefer to receive it. I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. I'll be be catching myself a little bit. (laughs) But um, what I really wanted to talk about also was how sometimes people... You know, I feel some. I don't want to, cause I'm not. I'm not trying to hit nobody's nerves and stuff. Like I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain it, cause I was in kind of like some type of relationship. Not a relationship, but something. I had something going on in which my partner didn't like giving, but liked receiving. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do you sit there and really let that partner, like, or that person know? Like, I mean, you can sit there and tell them, like, hey, listen. But if they tell you straight off the back like listen this is something i don't like to do but this is something you really love like how do you make something like that work let me see well from personal experience because i did go through something like that for me it was more so of me having to tell the person like i'm not comfortable with head and Mm -hmm. i just do not like the way head feels and the person at first didn't understand why until they gave me head and i told them like i don't like feeling a bunch of spit sliding down me. Like, it feels uncomfortable. But the person started to understand and I was able to, you know, have a conversation with them and told them, if we're going to continue this, whatever this is, please do not give me head. I really do not like it. And I would really just be looking at you. And it won't be because you can't do head. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't give head. It's just I, I don't get turned on from head. Okay. All right. Well, um, do you have any tips, any tricks? Well, let's start with the tips. What tips would you give our listeners out there, whether female or male? Hmm. Okay, I'll start with the guys. When you are giving head, do not just focus on the clitoris. Stimulate the other parts. Don't be afraid, you know, to lay up and down, make circular motions. Don't be afraid to stick your fingers in the vagina when you give her head. Do something to make her feel good. Just sucking on the clitoris, trust me, it's annoying. And then after all, yeah, it feels good. But then we're like, there's other parts of my vagina too. Right, right. Okay, so, and when it comes to men, like, what... I mean, you know, we can't really speak so much on, like, what the men like. But, you know, I mean, we can say what we do that they say they like. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, so I guess that's the type of tip okay, that we would get. Well, this would be a trick, I guess. <laughs> uh, what kind of trick would you suggest female or males whatever well as far as tips for males well for females to males don't forget about the balls some guys you know what now that you say that okay you say don't forget about some some men do like it but there's some that don't there's some that don't well if he expressed to you probably if he expressed to you he don't like it then don't do it but if you know he like it continue don't leave them out don't be afraid to juggle his balls in your hand while you're giving him that and you know what I noticed too, um, you know, we we hear a lot of stories like, so I've heard a lot of stories about females giving males, you know, head or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so in their experiences, it was, oh, they don't use enough motion, they don't use enough saliva, or okay. they don't do much. They just, it's very like, 
very just like repetitive okay. just the same thing and so what basically i've learned from experience or from like being told stories from other people mm -hmm. is what a man really likes is you know change it up just change mm -hmm. it up like use mo a lot of motion a lot of saliva use both hands if you have to like and just just give it your all like if you're mm -hmm. sitting there like eating up like your favorite meal and like you're dogging it like you're right. starving like preach to you know don't quiet. be bored like if and if i feel like if you're being boring with it then there's something wrong then it, you're not comfortable with doing that yeah. and if you're not comfortable with doing that then you shouldn't be doing that to that person mm -hmm. you understand like if you're really comfortable with yourself and with him and with doing it you're gonna give it your all you're gonna exactly girl <laughs> you're gonna give it your all you're just gonna give it which you know you're gonna give your whole life into it like right? your whole soul your whole heart everything mm -hmm. so you know just if you're not comfortable with it just then don't do it i know men tend to be like yeah i want this this is what makes me feel good but always remember as a female you need to satisfy yourself as well you need to say mm -hmm. and if you're not comfortable with that and you know you're gonna be boring with it you let them know listen i'm not comfortable with it it's gonna suck you're not gonna like it and it's gonna it's gonna just throw the whole mood off mm -hmm. you feel me like so let's let's just skip that part for now like mm -hmm. you know <laughs> wait let me <laughs> go ahead girl i am not a professional when it comes down to sex. I just have lots of experience. So, for basically the guys that I have slept with. And before you get to thinking, it ain't that much, but it's not that little neither. And Judgment free zone. Amen. But from the guys that I've slept with, and I've over the years, I've learned that not all guys like when you have a lot of spit. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Some guys do not like the fact I sound so curious. Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Some guys don't like saliva sliding you know between their ass crack. Yeah, you know what? A lot of... That's the thing, too. Like, a lot... It's hard. It's a hard topic to really talk about. Because it's like... All right. So, sorry about that, guys. We kind of got cut off. Um, Back to the topic of... Oral sex. <laughs> so I was just getting at that, you know, everybody is different. So it's a very hard topic to talk about. Um, everyone has different preferences. They like different things. So as Ari was saying, you know, like some men don't like all the saliva being used and they don't like that feeling of wetness and all that. But, you know, and, you know, some people's experiences and... <laughs> Um, you know, in stories and things that I've heard, people do like it too as well. It's like different things, like when it comes with, you know, the situation with the balls and all that. Like, <laughs> like some men don't like being touched in their balls or don't like having their balls sucked. Like, it's just, they're very sensitive to it. So, you know, everybody's different again. So what's your experience again we're getting back into like the whole <laughs> oral sex and what do you feel like would really help out uh situation look if you're gonna be out here giving oral head i advise you to breathe when you are trying to deep throw trust me on this one it might seem hard i went through it when i first started it's hard like your body has to learn to breathe and suck at the same time, but it's it's possible. Trust me, it is possible. You have to remember to breathe, because if you don't, you're gonna choke. 
and I don't think you want to choke. And you can cause yourself to throw up. You don't want that. Imagine just giving head and then, boom, you just throw up on him. That's going to kill the whole dude. And I would have been aggravated. <laughs> I just would have been like, you know what? I can't. I don't want to have sex no more. Not only that, like, a lot of... Okay, so, when it comes to, like, the situation of oral sex as well, people, like, you know, when a man releases inside their mouth sometimes or like you know some females like swallowing and some females don't so it's like it's just it's just a matter of really learning this person i mean but again we were trying to touch base on you know like the first meeting and you know like if let's say you don't end up in a relationship with this person it's just just a person that you're just gonna have sex with but you want to experience oral sex and you want to experience all this other stuff like how do you really get down like let's say if the sex is really great but it's no relation like you don't want a relationship how do you really get to like all of that like in one session <laughs> first set your boundaries let your partner know what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with right like just speak up communicate mm-hmm. speak up for yourself if something is bothering you then you tell them you can always you know have cold words Red means stop. Yellow means slow down. Green means go. Go. (laughs) Go, collect that $200, and don't stop. (laughs) But I mean it. Set your boundaries and speak up for yourself. If something's bothering you or it hurts or you're uncomfortable and he just keeps going and it's really bothering you, speak up. Tell him, wait, I need a minute to readjust myself. Just stop. You're hurting me. And then if he decides not to stop, you push him off of you and tell him, listen, <laughs> get a little dominant. But you know what? It comes the same situation with a man. Like, a, but you know, I feel like men are very more verbal when it comes to how they want sex. Mm-hmm. And you know, when let's say for example, a girl's on top of you riding you or whatever, men will speak up and say like, you know, go a little faster or like go a little slower or like whatever, you know, like or let's do this position, let's do that position. Mm-hmm. Like, as a woman, I feel like we should feel comfortable with also stating what we like and what we want. Okay, you know? I could agree. I could agree. I just feel like females feel it's just a rejection. I feel mm-hmm. like they feel like if they speak up, then they're going to get rejected. And then some females really do have very bad insecurities. And they don't want to hear, you know. Not only females, males as Males well. too. Like, yeah, but we're females, so. When it comes to sex, so I feel yeah. like a lot of females have insecurities with their bodies. Mm-hmm. Or not knowing how to do certain things, you know, like. Oh my God. Listen, when it comes to... Let's talk about that for a second. When it comes to our bodies, oh, Lord. Love your body. Yes. I know it's easier said than done, and it takes some people... No, of course. I've had had my... And I still do to this day. I have my complejos, which is like my little... Mm -hmm. You know... (laughs) I don't know how to say that in English. Uh, My... Like, insecurities, I guess. Whatever. Insecurities, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, I have my insecurities and i'm always like oh my god like my stomach you know because i've had kids so like the stretch marks or my ass not being big enough or you know like oh my boobs being too small like it's just it's just you know what put all that shit to the side honestly men are not thinking about that in the middle of sex they're just trying to catch their (laughs) they're trying to get their little you know (laughs) (laughs) so yeah basically that's that um 
the next topic <laughs> the topic that gets right down to being dirty and i'm not talking about it in a good way <laughs> anal sex Ooh, Ooh. okay you see, we sitting here already like, oh, do this, we really want to talk about that? We don't <laughs> Let's talk choice. about it, though. Let's talk about it. Um, you know, anal sex. Now, some people like it. You know, some some men love it. Some men don't. Some men think it's disgusting. Some men love it, like absolutely love it. Some women think it's disgusting, and some women absolutely love it. So, let's talk about your experiences with that. Well, I personally feel like the only reason guys do not like anal sex is because it's the whole stigma behind it being gay hmm. like i personally feel like some guys feel like if let me rephrase that some females feel like if a guy can do anal sex and it's easier for him to get anal sex done on him which in my personal opinion i i really don't think that that's true what i do in the bedroom has nothing to do with my sexuality and it's okay if you like anal sex. Not everybody does. But all I can tell you is if you're going to have anal sex and you've never had anal sex for the first time, oh my gosh. Let's just let you in on a little secret. Lube is your best friend. Please get a lot of lube. I Spit ain't going to work. Lots and lots of lube. Yes, it's going to hurt. It's going to be uncomfortable. Make sure, and I'm not saying this to discuss anybody out. Move your bowels before you decide to do anal sex for the first time. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. And when I'm telling you this, I'm telling you it as a precaution. You do not want to be cleaning up shit from everywhere. <laughs> you don't. I'm I'm being so dead ass. You really don't. Oh my god. I feel like okay, with the whole topic of anal and stuff. I feel like if you are ready to go into that make sure that you are super stimulated and ready mm-hmm. for it do not do not let it be like if it's your first time do not let it be the first thing you go into like mm. i feel like you have to be very open for that and ready make sure you're like on a hundred level 100 of your freaking hotness and mm-hmm. <laughs> very relaxed yes and also you know like Again, for those of you guys that use alcohol, like drinking and stuff, maybe Ooh, that might help. <laughs> um, would you recommend, like, for a first timer, for a person who's starting, a beginner, would in you anal recommend or just sex in general? In anal, would you? Re- what would you recommend for a person that has never done it before? Lots of alcohol. Lots of alcohol. <laughs> Please. Alcohol okay, but for a person that doesn't, doesn't drink, drink, yeah. If you are going to decide to make sure that's what you want to do, 100%. And yeah, let me tell you something, girls, ladies. Um, Guys, too. Not every guy gets the booty, okay? Like, <laughs> Don't be out here giving up the booty. Don't <laughs> do it. <laughs> but yeah, um, I want to go back to that whole concept of how people again it goes back to being judged how people think um you know if you do that you're gay or whatever it is like you know like Mm -hmm. why does it have to be that way like what do you think that you know why do there's some men that actually sit there and be like no that's like you know it's gay or whatever it is like you know Mm -hmm. and and forgive me for all my listeners out there that are like you know gay or bisexual or whatever like you know i don't mean to offend anybody but you know that that's a term that's used a lot with straight men and it's like you it's misused so it's like exactly. 
why does it have to be misused or why does that have to be the idea of when it's just two people that just want to whether if it's with women and men or men and men or whatever it is a woman or women you know like like you know i don't know it's, it's difficult it's complicated <laughs> i understand and i just personally feel like it goes back to being judged mm-hmm. insecurities some people grew up in a household where Every day, abuse, being bullied by their dad. Mm-hmm. So they can't see it as in the simple things that me and you might take and not think about it in that type of way. Straight people can be like, okay, well, I don't like this, that, the third. My dad said, if I do this, then I'm this way. When in the case, it's not like that. I've seen two straight guys get down and dirty in the middle of a threesome. So when I tell you it has nothing to do with that, whatever your sexual preference is, it is. If you just like to be bent over and get get it in the booty, then you like it, straight or not. You know, my thing too also, um, I kind of wanted to touch base on, like, when you're doing things, and okay, let's, this is for, like, people in a relationship. When you're just doing things to sexually please your partner, it's like, you know, like, uh, I, I'm trying to, like, look for something. Okay. Um... There's just certain things that's just so hard to get into. Because, okay, when it goes to the stigma of sticking the finger in the booty hole. Like, <laughs> like sticking the finger in the booty hole. Like, there's some things that I've heard. Like, we, you know, you brush up on, like, sexual preferences. You, you brush up on, like, all this sexual stuff and things that are going on nowadays. And it's like, you know, I've heard that while you're giving your man head or whatever having oral sex even with a female when you're like eating her vagina or whatever sticking the finger in the booty hole stimulates it like what do you think about that like (laughs) personal experience i love it it's the best hands down the best like i personally feel like if you're gonna go for it clean fingernails that's one no fingernails at all Lube, whether it be lube, Vaseline, spit, something. Do please do not be going around sticking your dry fingers in anybody's booty. <laughs> that hurts, and we don't like that at all. Okay, so that's on a female's perspective. What do you think about male? On a male's perspective, have you heard of like stories of men that actually done that? Like, and I, I mean, like. For me, I don't take it as a man being gay. Like mm-hmm. you understand? Again, once again, I don't take it as a man being gay. Like if that's a sexual preference, is that that's gonna help stimulate an orgasm? Like he can have that happen. It doesn't mean he's gonna sit here and he wants a whole man and you know he wants mm-hmm. to do it. You know, you, you feel me? Like it's just something that he wants to do in his relationship, like to spice things up, maybe. And like I don't know, like try something new, or whatever. So it's like have in your experience, have you heard of men speaking on something like that? I've have I've had a friend, a male friend, who was completely straight. He liked females, but he had no problem with you know like vibrators being stuck up there. He didn't have problems with the fingers. Okay. It stimulated him sexually, but he had no problem being open about it. That's what I. And we're talking about like being vibrators, like yes. small. Okay. The small. <laughs> <laughs> like some guys re- just really like that. Some guys are just not comfortable with it. It all depends on the preference of the guy. I personally feel like you won't know until you try it. You can't just go around saying, I don't like this, I don't like that, without at least trying it. Okay, I also wanted to touch base on the whole concept of this 
fucking um, excuse my language sorry <laughs> it, it, it just got me a little upset thinking about it because it's like you really sit down and you're like damn really but this whole concept men and women have like oh with threesomes okay let's talk about threesomes real quick because it's like not saying that me personally but i've heard stories in which it's like men want to have threesomes with two women but don't ever want to have a threesome two men for their girls or whatever else you know whoever it is that's having the threesome or whatever so it's like most of the time it's the men sitting here thinking like um i don't want another penis inside my girl you feel me like and that's mad they again with the whole gay thing it's mad gay having another penis around you or whatever it is right mm-hmm. but then when it comes to two females it's like oh that's not gay of course it's not gay to a man they like that they it's two females mm-hmm. but you're not let's say you're talking to a female that's completely straight for her she takes it as it being oh her uncomfortable because it's two vaginas and now you're her man is sticking his penis into another vagina as well so it's like how do we like get through this whole stigma that's going on like how do we really cut this this whole perception of it being a threesome of just two females and and not two males you know it's it's not a question for me but a question in general okay Going back to insecurities, it has to fill with two, with your female, with your girl, and two guys. A guy is going to feel like, oh, he might please her better than me. She might leave me for him. Same thing with females. Mm-hmm. It all goes back to that. You have to have that level of trust and communication. Don't be out here giving every guy you meet a threesome. Even if you've been in a relationship with somebody for 10 plus years, if you're not comfortable with it, do not do it because it changes your relationship. And if you feel like your man or your woman is going to step out on you, don't open the door for that. It all comes down to what you're comfortable with. I've been in a few threesomes and mm, I don't like threesomes. I don't recommend threesomes. But if you're going to be out here doing what you do, hmm, when it comes down to threesomes and you doing what you do, comfortability is the first thing. And communication again. It yes. all turns, it all comes down to communication. But it's kind of like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, don't be so selfish either. Mm-hmm. You understand? Don't Ouch. take it. Because uh, men are quick to be like, well, that's cheating then if it's two men or whatever. So. Or she's a hoe if she wants to have two dicks inside of her or whatever. So are you a hoe because you want to stick your penis inside two different vaginas? Like, you understand? Like, mm-hmm. it's like this whole, like I said, it's a whole stigma going on. And it's like, it's this whole judgment thing going on. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, break break that judgment chain going on. Like, stop the bullshit. Like, you understand? If you guys are comfortable with each other, you both trust each other enough, and that's what you guys really want to experience. Maybe at the end of the day, it doesn't make the female a hoe because she wants to experience something like that. It doesn't mean she's going to want to do it every single time. You understand? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just a fantasy that wants to... Once in, not once in a blue moon. I don't want to say once in a blue, but maybe something she just wants to experience for herself. Mm-hmm. You understand? Don't knock it off. Like at the end of the day, you guys are so comfortable with being able to stick your penises in two other females at the same time. Then you should be comfortable with your woman wanting the same and, and opposite. You understand? Mm-hmm. Like so that it that's what it all really comes down to. And um, so for our last topic, I just kind of want to talk about the aftermath of sex and. 
the role that it plays in our lives and how it can affect us mm-hmm. basically and and with that being said what what would you say is your ex- like how was your overall experience so far thus far throughout your life has how how has it been being able to like you know have sex and have this experience and how has it taught you like what have you been able to like you know like take out of this experience of sex when it comes down to sex there's always going to be an ugly side of it there's going to be a positive side for me personally sex is an escape it's a release for me it's not in the sense that i'm hiding from my problems with sex in no way shape or form i'm a sex addict i can say that just me so even mm-hmm. if you were <laughs> I have my moments, you feel me? It's just personally, when it comes down to sex, I feel like it's always going to be awkward talking about it. Mm-hmm. If it's a one night stand, hey, but if it's a casual thing, how do you leave after you just have sex with somebody? And how do you just get up and go? I personally have done it with strangers, but if it's a continuous thing, how how y'all supposed to act like nothing happened if you just basically shared a bonding experience soul ties are real and i'm not saying it in a sense that don't go out there having sex because i told you everybody needs some form of sex in their life it's the best right for me it's kind of like it just it's just a form of expressing Mm -hmm. my emotions for me it's always been that way like you know, again, when it comes down to, like, anger, when I'm feeling a certain emotion or whatever, mm-hmm. it's just expressed, like, if I am having sex with my spouse or my partner, relationship, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it's a way of relieving that frustration at times, the frustration of life, the frustration of things that we just deal with on an everyday basis, like, and just, it's a little escape for a little while. And, and if you're in a relationship, it, it's really... You know, it's 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 really good to do it because it's like you know you you get to really open up to that person you're with, and sex is it's very meaningful at times mm-hmm. as well. Like that's why they say to be careful who you um, open up to when it comes down to sex because you know it's it's a way of expressing your emotion and mm-hmm. it, whether if it's love, whether if it's anger, hate, anything like in general, like it's just a way of expressing it. And so, yeah. <laughs> okay, so guys, I want to thank you for listening in and joining our podcast. And if you guys have any feedback, please feel free to comment and, you know, um, stay tuned for our next segment coming up soon. And yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining, guys. Next segment, we will be talking about orgasms. You don't want to miss it. <laughs> All right. Good night, everyone.